Welcome to Runelanders. Starring Mr. Matthew as Shakir Askari. I'm Matt Adam, your host and friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and so it's my job to let you know that Runelanders contains mature themes, adult content, coarse language, things that might offend sensitive listeners, and so listener discretion is strongly advised. Now, if that sort of thing is your sort of thing, then sit back, kick back, chill out, relax, prepare to lend an ear. If way leads on to way, as they say, then all those other ways lead here. This collection of tangential tales and supplemental stories adds even more depth and color to our world. I could tell you all about it, but we'd rather show you. We're the Runelanders. This is Alone in the Runiverse. So get ready, Runatics, and let's roll. Come on, Dugan. We should probably tell the captain. There's another fusillade from the ship and the wall shakes some more, but as you get down into the bottom of the staircase, there's a pile of dead bodies in front of the door there. And uh, you can see, you and Dugan, from where you stand, that as soon as they open the door, like an automatic ballista opened up on the door. Everybody is full of thrown spears, laying in various horrible spots. Uh, behind the door is a body pinned, you know, to the door by a spear. You can see the the hands and arms hanging off of it. And, uh, yeah, a lot of horrified moans from the bottom of the stairwell. Uh, look around. Uh, is it possible to get and maybe triage some of them without opening ourselves up to uh, to additional fire it doesn't appear to be backing off one landing you peer out the arrow slits on that landing to check out what's going on and you see that yes a lot of these hooded figures some of whom have thrown their hoods back to reveal bare scalps and very minimal facial features except for big golden eyes and wide mouths. Yup, the Yuan Ti. But one of them is sitting behind the triggers of this automatic ballista watching and covering the three doors that come down into this plaza from the wall. You can see him from here, but you can't get a beat on. Like, there's just not enough meat to grab to hurt him if you took a shot. Uh, is there a way that we could uh, get him to change position so that he we could get a better shot at him? All right, you snake face bastard. Come on over there and say that, you fuck-tongued son of a bitch, you from across the courtyard in the unmistakably plummy tones of Sergeant Boldblood comes a challenge. Well, that, that's good enough. The auntie turns the auto ballista over to that door and begins to fire. The door, having been wrenched off the hinges, begins a long charge across the courtyard. 
with spears punching holes in it every couple of steps. What do you and Dugan do, Shakir? Uh, let's see. Um, are there any uh, rifles nearby or anything that I could hand to Dugan and have him like shoot the guy? Dugan runs downstairs, grabs a rifle from one of the speared people on the floor, and takes up a fire position next to the door. Uh, fuck, I can't see him from here, Shaky. Do you have anything? Looking around, there is a dead man in the corner with his rifle laying haphazardly on the floor. All right, uh, Shakir will go grab that and return to his position because uh, I think he had the angle. He just, the the other guy was not in position to, or the other guy had too much cover, I guess. Right, so as the door goes charging across the way, Dugan runs downstairs, grabs a rifle, looks. He says, I got nothing back to the courtyard. Chunk, the bottom right-hand corner of the door flies off. Another spear goes straight through the center. And uh, from behind, we can see Boldblood's eyes widen as the leaf blade of the spear stops scant millimeters from his face. Back to the arrow slit where Shakir has got a rifle from a dead man and is taking up a kneeling firing position. Back to Dugan. Shaky! Back to Bold Blood. The door dips forward and the butts of the spears hit the ground. With effort, Bold Blood picks it up again and the next spear blows the bottom half of the door out of his hands. He uh, drops and dips and grabs a shield from a dead man on the ground just in time. He catches two spears with that. His arm, all numb and tingly, shakes as he drops this as he drops the shield and dives into a roll and we switch upstairs to Shakir. You've got sweat running down the back of your neck. You're itchy. There's a back, like there's something in the back of your throat and you're having trouble breathing, Shakir. You're like got that, your heart is pounding, your pulse is ticking, your breathing is, but you take a breath and make a wisdom save, please. With advantage. Uh, 17. Okay, this is just this is just jitters, and you take a breath, and you're like, as you let it out, an unholy calm falls over you, a focus, your battle mind. At long last, you've found it. You've heard about it up until now, but until this moment, Shakir, well, the need has never really arisen, apparently, because you have never felt this calm before, this cool. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. You raise the rifle and draw a bead. It's only a slight moment. Uh, he turns the auto ballista slightly, and your shot is cut off. Boom! He blows the door out of Bold Blood's hands. Bold Blood deeks to the left. The auto ballista follows. The shot is available. Rolled a 15, so plus dex, everything. That'd be, uh, it's at least 20. Thwack! The shot rings out. The Yuan Ti manning the auto ballista goes down. Three strides later, Bold Blood leaps over the gunner's guard, pitches the body out of the seat, and then frantically works the wheel to spin the turret 180 degrees. There's a stir from over in the gate to this courtyard as running feet start to charge the auto ballista. Shakir, you can stay here and cover. Or what are you going to do? 
So Shakir will first uh, call down to Dugan and uh, let him know. Sergeant has the ballista. Give him some cover. I'm repositioning. And then and then he'll start moving. Right, sir. So Dugan yells out, Aye, sir! And you can hear, like, shit, clack, snap, kaboom. Shit, clack, snap, kaboom. Shit, snap, clack, kaboom. And by the time you get to the bottom of the stairs, you see that Dugan has moved forward, repositioned himself behind a barrel, and is uh, picking off the auntie who are charging the auto ballista. Uh, you draw up behind him and take cover in the door frame uh, as Bold Blood gets the auto ballista around and unleashes on these Yonti soldiers who have suddenly found their advantage turned around on them. The courtyard begins to fill up with Imperial soldiers. However, you don't see any other officers besides Dugan. And, uh, well, you can't really see Dugan now because he's done that thing where he gets invisible. All right. Um, so I guess Shakir will uh, step out so that there's something that resembles leadership. Roll charisma, please. With advantage because you are the only officer around. That's a 19. Excellent. From the auto ballista, Bold Blood's like, All right, you fucking apes, listen to what the officer has to say. He's here, he's got commission. I fucking don't. Let's have it, lads. Shape up. And uh, then you take over and direct them into a rough formation and find that soon you have almost two platoons worth. Fighting troops, uninjured, armed, and not too badly depleted, in fact. The auto ballista won't move with you. It's a crew-served weapon. You'll need to spare 10 soldiers if you want to move this around anywhere. But for now, it's managed to secure this plaza and given you a good foothold. Uh, let's see. Secure will try to, as quickly as he can, survey the plaza um, where the Yuanti were coming from. Is that the only way in, aside from the way they came? There are three doors leading up onto the wall. This is a plaza used for staging uh, manpower and munitions to arm and defend the wall. It's really just like a staging area. The auto ballista was here to be eventually transported up in pieces, but uh, they're easier to wheel around if you keep them in one piece for transport. It just hadn't been installed yet. It was supposed to be like a, an artillery emplacement up on the, up on the battlements probably is not going to be a tremendous amount of use against cannon fire. Well, no, but it is. it does a hell of a good job on uh, personnel. All right. Uh, Shakir will, since he's got what seems to be a goodly number of people, uh, get some of them to, to move the, the ballista around with them, and uh, he'll assign a couple of people to uh, to be on lookout, make sure there aren't any they're not going to walk into another ambush or anything like that and get everything set uh, and then move out. All right, so that takes about an hour. And by that time, Dugan comes back with McManus. Sir. You all right, Ascari? Yes, sir. Give me a report. 
So you update him, and he's like, all right, well done, Ascari. Now, sometime in the night, these bastards, a bunch of river pirates from the Skeen, have somehow graduated to piracy on the open seas, uh, managed to sneak their way through the archipelago between here and the mouth of the river, and have been sacking the treasury uh, for a few hours yet. All is in disarray. Nobody was expecting this. Somehow they managed to evade the early warning systems. So what you have consolidated here appears to be the largest massed body of troops currently together in Venado. Well done, Ascari. But I'll be taking command from here. Yes, sir. Dugan, I want you to go get us some intelligence. Sergeant Boldblood, for fuck's sakes, get these men in attack positions and start moving them down the streets. Every one of those snake-eyed fucks doesn't have a spear up his ass. I want him spitted by morning. Do you understand me, Sergeant? I said, I understand you. Let's go, gents. And Boldblood starts leading, you know, skirmish teams into position down the street. They move until the column is already deployed and the captain is ready to come with them. And he's like, and uh, you, Ascari, what do you think, where do you think we should go now? We need to counter the barrage at some in some way. We cannot really move as long as the cannon are firing on us. Well, they've got that heavily armed galleon with the big magazine. That seems to me to be the main source of their firepower. Can we take it out or take it over? Someone has to let Monday know what's going on and get some reinforcements here because uh, we got caught with our pants down. So which do you want to do? Do you want to call it in or blow that fucking ship up? I am game for either. In fact, I'd rather blow the ship up, but you put them together, I don't think they'll follow me. A lot of good men died because of that ship. The least we can do is let them see it up in flames as they head to the next life. All right, then I'll go tell the Queen. Bold blood, take half the men and come with me, Ascari. You've got the other half with Dugan. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Good luck. I'll see you afterward if we survive. Good luck, sir. And you. There is a montage then of you moving your men down the streets carefully, block by block, shooting it out, sword fights. Imperial soldiers, well, they don't die easy, but uh, they do die in the end. Not all of them, not even most of them. Not even many of them, but you are lighter by the time you reach the harbor and group up just on the last verge of the inside of the harbor wall to see longboat after longboat of Yuan Ti rowing back out to the vessels moored in the harbor and off the shore. They're rowing in and out, and you can see that they are loading boxes and boxes into their boats. 
if you had to guess and make a perception check. 16. Those are pay boxes. Every one of those has enough gold in it to pay an imperial company for a month. Dugan. Yeah? Are you seeing what I am? I see millions and millions of dollars rowing away. I believe that is all our money. We should get it back. I agree. Yeah, good idea, Sergeant. You're right, sir. You quickly disseminate to the men what's happening. Hey, these people are stealing your pay. And the men are not happy with that. You can take advantage twice as required thanks to the morale of your fighting soldiers. As you stop for a minute and uh, take a breath, there's a thing that hits you. Yeah, this is a money thing. It's a lot of money, but it, it's just money. That comes and goes. In this moment, for the first time, since you took up with this unit, these men are looking at you like they are waiting for you to tell them what to do, and they trust you. The rest of the time, you are always that fucking rich kid sort of thing. Like, they look at you like, like poor people look at you, you know? But they're not looking at you like poor people look at you. They're looking at you for, like, what do we do now, sir? And from your perspective, that's all you ever joined the army for, right? Like, this, that, that belonging. That right there, that, that community. That moment there where you're sitting there and you're looking at every one of their dirty faces with their broken noses and shitty teeth and, you know mud brown hair plain features and people common as dirt people just born to live and just to live you know like you, you they're just they're, they're just folks they don't deserve this any more than anybody else just because they were born poor this sucks everybody is suffering but not you guys not right now you're the heroes of venado bay you've got your shit together the world is falling apart and everybody counts on you. And these men, Shakir, fuck, they got it. And so do you. So, with that, what are your orders, sir? Let's make them pay for what they have taken. For the money, for the men. For Bailey Mina, sir. For Bailey Mina. And they all pour out of this gate. For Bailey Mina, sir! On their lips. The smug Yonti raiders are not expecting this flash attack. And before anybody notices it, they're down. And the Bailey Mina boys are listening to Lieutenant Dugan barking orders about dressing in their clothes. And we see these longboats rowing out toward the heavily becannoned galleon, which commands this armada in the middle of the... Of the in the middle of the fleet, just off the shore, bombarding relentlessly the walls of Carnegie.
Runelanders is recorded live, curated, produced, and edited by me, with the generous help of the rest of the table. Speaking of them, all the usual people played all of the usual parts, and you can find out all about who they are, who their characters are, and all the little Easter eggs I scatter throughout these episodes at runelanders.com. Like what you hear? Tell your friends. If not, tell us. We're at Cast the Runes on Twitter, runelanders at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook. You can even leave a comment directly on the site. That'll about do it for this episode. Next time on Runelanders, we're gonna have some wicked awesome fun. You have to check it out. We'll see you then. I'm DM Matt Adam. I'm DM Goodbye. Reminding you to hold high and don't die. Until next. Take good care. Yeah.